Welcome to Conversation 6. My name is Vipin Narang, a uh, professor at MIT. I'm delighted again, as usual, to be here with Zahasni Haider of uh, The Hindu, uh, India's premier foreign affairs journalist. Uh, we're going to get right into it. It's a big week uh, in the Indo-Pacific. We've had uh, a landmark reorientation of the Australians uh, who uh, joined along with the United States and the UK, uh, the awkwardly uh, described AUKUS uh, that involves uh, a pretty historic nuclear-powered submarine deal as well as a variety uh, of uh, arms sales between the United States, the UK, and Australia, uh, and demonstrates, I think, Australia's growing enthusiasm for openly uh, uh, balancing against China. Uh, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about sort of India's view of that, uh, India's view of the SSN deal, uh, and the how it affects the Quad. We also have the UN General Assembly meeting this week uh, and Modi's first bilateral meeting in person with uh, President Biden following an in-person Quad meeting this week. So, so Hasni, why don't you walk us through all of this and where things stand with the Indo-Pacific and how things look uh, from India? Well, let's put it this way. On the Indo-Pacific, uh, the rubber's already hit the road in terms of all the leaders gathering in Washington uh, this week. Uh, we're going to see the Quad Summit, uh, the first in-person such summit between the four leaders. Um, but it has come as a surprise to everyone who was not in the actual AUKUS alliance uh, that there was an announcement of an Indo-Pacific alliance just a week before this Quad Summit. And as I said, the first ever in-person uh, summit was supposed to be billed as the big highlight, really, uh, of this week. And instead, we have the AUKUS alliance. We have this meeting between Mr. President Biden and Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Uh, and we have uh, what has uh, really taken others by surprise, which is the, the French outburst. Uh, over what's happened. We yeah. understand that President Biden and and uh, uh, Mr. Macron have uh, now spoken and at least in terms of their joint statement agreed that this shouldn't have been done this way, that Europe should have been included in this at least... The it was the first time the French ambassador has been withdrawn in 250 years, even the Iraq war and who knows what other betrayals have occurred over 250 years. Uh, you know, Suez, uh, this is a beats freedom fries. In yeah, exactly. So do you think India was both caught off guard and disappointed uh, in, in sort of this development? Does it, you know, sort of, you know, uh, does India feel left out of this sort of Indo-Pacific architecture? Or is the quad sort of the vehicle that India is still investing in? It also opens up opportunities for India uh, and France, uh, given the historic uh, relationship between India and France on in, in terms of military hardware. Could India be interested and France be interested in potentially a historic nuclear-powered submarine deal uh, with India, which is something the United States uh, would would likely never do with, with, with Delhi? Well, certainly the India-France uh, relationship in any case is very close. So yes, this would, uh, in a sense, put them both together. India's reaction, uh, Vipin, has essentially been a kind of, uh, uh, on the one hand, on the other hand, and essentially non-committal. What they're saying is that AUKUS... Very MEA, impact. on the one yeah. hand, on the other hand. Yeah. That the AUKUS will not impact the Quad partnership is what right. the foreign secretary said. So right. on the one hand is really the idea that AUKUS could bolster all Indo-Pacific partnerships, that you'll have this kind of new uh, energy in, uh, uh, in dealing with and, and creating a free, open, uh, uh, transparent, inclusive Indo-Pacific. 
the second that it will actually help with quads efforts and you know the quad is now being seen as as a uh, as as dealing with perhaps less security issues talking about climate change about covid vaccines uh, cooperating on critical technologies building resilient supply chains and so forth yeah um, in a lot of ways I, it takes it takes the pressure off the quad to do that in ways that maybe india exactly. may have been more hesitant to do and a more powerful australia especially operating nuclear powered submarines uh in the indo pacific uh, benefits right. India. So in a lot of ways, actually, this may be the the the, the best possible outcome for India, uh, given its sort of uh, intention with the Quad. You know, it could be, but, but, but there is another hand. The first is the way that <laughs> of course there is. Uh, taking away really from uh, the highlight, as I said, of this Quad summit, um, the, the fact that this has been announced at a time when Europe has been taken by surprise. The France reaction has been so strong. It kind of does put a dent in any idea of unity in an Indo-Pacific coalition. And India has, of course, been working with the EU, with France, right. uh, with the UK as well, uh, and, and other countries. Um, there is then the idea that if this, uh, and it's been called very rudely, the Anglo-Saxon partnership, right. if this Anglo-Saxon partnership uh, with treaty allies, as it were, is going to take over the more substantive security part of dealing with the Indo-Pacific, this could have two uh, uh, effects, and both of those would not be something India would look forward to. First, the idea that essentially this part of it is a nuclear deal. And although the foreign secretary said that this is not what we call nuclear proliferation, the fact is that this is now putting a new, um, uh, a, a new uh, uh, you know, sort of element to the Indo-Pacific, which uh, comes at a time when India's West has already been made more, 